Welcome to Catch These Vibes. This is Charmonique bringing you a Nicki Minaj Corner episode. It has been over a month since I dropped the last NMC episode. I honestly, I took a break from podcasting first and foremost. So that's why I haven't dropped any episodes or published any episodes within the last month. So that's one of the reasons. And then as far as the NMC episode specifically, there's just been, there's been a lot going on as far as like what's been going on on the internet, different drama, different situations have occurred since the last time that we spoke So just a refresher, the last time I dropped an NMC episode, I discussed what Nikki expressed regarding the Grammys. So at the time, she talked about, because the nominations weren't even out at this point. It was just the the submissions. The submissions and what submissions what what they were accepting for the submissions in each category so super freaky girl was submitted as a rap song it is at the least melodic rap i mean i don't know i don't even really think it's that i think do we have a problem is more melodic rap than super freaky girl because throughout the whole song each verse she is like straight rapping not too much, too many melodies going on within the verses. Like, do we have a problem? I think that do we have a problem is definitely the perfect contender for melodic rap. So, yeah. That was something that she expressed about how they did not accept Super Freaky Girl in the rap category. They moved it to the pop category. Fast forward to now, nominations have came out and Nikki didn't receive any nominations, like not one, which is pretty crazy. Very upsetting. Um, when the nominations came out, of course, the buyers were upset. I I was one of the people that was upset. I did tweet about it, but then I was just like, we knew this was going to happen. So ain't no point of even sitting up here being upset about it because it's it's pointless. We This is how they do Nikki every single year. But it's just, it's very, very frustrating. And I also feel bad. It makes me feel bad for Nikki because it's just like, it's a Grammy. Like, no, you don't need an award to validate how talented you are. That You don't need an award to validate your career, how impactful you have been. But to have a Grammy next to your other awards, I'm pretty sure is a great feeling. But I, I definitely do feel that, that that feeling has probably diminished for a lot of artists recently, being that just the way that they vote 
for these nominees is all about relationships. It's it's not really about what's really uh what the people are really feeling. It's really just about what relationships the people have the, who are in the voting committee and who they they like and who they don't like. Obviously, cuz it's it's just ridiculous to me to think that a group of people, I don't even know how many people, but say it's a group of 20 people in the voters committee just to think that not even five percent of them people would want to vote for Nikki not even two percent like I just feel like that's very hard to believe like no one is in that committee vouching for Nikki and that's what it seems like and it's very unfortunate and sad but what do it's just not it's not something that we should ever be surprised about. I honestly was hoping that they surprised us and got her some nominations in there. That would have been honestly a surprise and I just felt like I don't know, I just had a feeling maybe this would be the year that they give her 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 nominations, but with the way everything has been going leading up to the nominations, it kind of was it was it was kind of a clue that there was it was going to be some mess already. So foolish of me to have a little ounce of hope, I guess. So yeah, the nominations came out. Nikki didn't have any. People spoke out about it. Some people can continue to use it as something to to slight her to make fun of her about for her lack of having one, which I think is really cruel and messed up. But that's the way the internet works. And that's the way, you know, certain fandoms operate. So it is what it is. But I honestly was, I was very, very upset. I'm not going to even lie. I was really irritated when I seen the nominations. It's just like, come on. And not even just speaking on Nicki Minaj, but there's so many other artists that should have been recognized for their work. Like, I think Tim should have been nominated for Best New Artist. I think she's had an amazing year. She's worked with Rihanna. She's worked with Beyonce. She's she's writing for artists. She has had that amazing project that got a lot of attention this year. And so I think that she definitely should have been voted for best new best new artist, but or nominated for best new artist. But whatever. I mean, it's Tim's, there's Summer Walker, she should have been nominated. A lot of people were upset about that. There's a lot of R&B albums that weren't considered that should have been. A lot of rappers who put out some good work this year that should have been considered, but they weren't. So it's just all about, it seems like at this point, it's about giving all these other female rappers a Grammy and making sure that Nikki is the only one without. That's what it seems like they're doing at this point. It's it's pretty obvious that they have no plans on ever giving Nicki Minaj a Grammy. So I think at this point, what I, I just would really 
love for Nikki to just pay the Grammys dust. Like, don't bring it up anymore. Don't, like, try to make any points anymore. Because it's like, what more points do you need to make? Like, you've made all your points, Nikki. You've said all that there is to say. Either people are going to see it, what they're doing, or they're not going to see it. And if they haven't seen it at this point, I don't think they ever will. So, in my opinion, I just hope that she doesn't acknowledge them at all, ever again. Because they've been playing in her face since they didn't give her that Best New Artist Award that she definitely deserved. Like, that was the main one that I feel like should have went to her. Like, no doubt about it. I've seen a clip where they showed the show that night and they spelled her name wrong. On the when they announced the nominees for Best New Artist, they spelled her name wrong. It's just like, yeah, they weren't ever planning on giving that to her. So, so yeah, it's it's so unfortunate, but it's it's well known that there's so many talented artists out there that have not received a Grammy. Tupac, I believe Snoop Dogg, like there's the lit Nas. J. Cole didn't get one until that song with 21 Savage. Like, there's just so many artists who you would think would have a Grammy by now, but they don't. So it just kind of is what it is at this point. I just, you know, hope Nikki doesn't bring it up ever again. Just don't give them that satisfaction. Don't give them that power. I understand, like, speaking up, but it's just like, what else is there to say now? Like, I just don't think I think she said everything that needs to be said and I think she she may possibly feel that way at this point I mean I can't I don't know how she's feeling but she's been quiet like she hasn't really been active on the internet she didn't even say anything the day that the the nominations came out so I definitely feel like she's just you know working and maybe gearing up for her album I mean I think that would be that would be, you know, amazing if we got the album before the top of the year. But like I always say, it's fine either way, but she's been really really quiet and some some people have been speculating that it's because the album's coming. Or maybe she just, you know, taking a break from everything that's been going on on the internet. So she did receive two awards at the EMAs. So she won Best Hip Hop Artist and Best Song for Super Freaky Girl. So congratulations to her. She has the most EMAs awards. Is it is it the EMAs or the AMAs that she has the most of? One of the two. Because she also won the AMA for Best Female Hip Hop Artist. So... The Barbs, stay voting. They make it a mission to vote and make sure that Nikki takes home the award. And, I mean, that's not something. I mean, you can't really be mad at that. But, yeah, so she also released the song for the World Cup called Tukutaka. It features Maluma, who is fine as fuck. He's super cute. Like, really, really handsome. And then Miriam... She is an Arabic singer. So the video came out. The video has been 
doing really, really well since its release. I believe within the first week, it received 31 million views, 32, 31. So people are really fucking with the video and the song. I, I like the song, actually. I like uh, not just Nikki's part either. I like um, Maluma's part is cool. Mal- Miriam's part is really catchy, especially the, the hook. She's doing the hook. And I think saying, I'll be finding myself singing that. So I think it's a really dope World Cup song. And the World Cup is all, is you know, it's worldwide. So it has billions of people watching it. And it's something that gets a lot of attention. So I think that it was a really good look for her to work on that song. I think that she has been doing a lot of things this year that I really, really love and appreciate. I think all of the releases have been, have made sense. I love all the videos that she's put out this year. Like, I just feel like this has been an amazing year for Nicki Minaj overall. So there is rumors that Nicki Minaj will be reporting Reportedly headlining the Town Festival in Brazil alongside Doja Cat and Lil Wayne. So this is something, I don't think I've ever heard of this festival, but this one, it looks like this one will be uh, February. So it's rumored, but, you know, it hasn't been confirmed yet, but they that's floating around that she's going to be a part of that festival. So if that is true, then hopefully before then we'll have the album. I mean, it would make sense. I honestly feel like Nikki has ran 2022 and she's going to be doing the same thing in 2023, probably even bigger and better. So if you think that this year was good, 2023 is going to top it for sure. Because we're going to have to get the album, the documentary, and then the tour. So it's going to be major. One more one more thing that I will say about the Grammys, though, which is really, which makes it all even more crazy, is that all of the songs that Nicki has been competing up against, like As It Was, Harry Styles, Lizzo, About Damn Time, um, what else is there? Beyonce, Break My Soul. Those are like the ones that she has been competing with and that has like the most sales for this year, like pure sales. All of those songs are nominated. So it's just like, why leave this song out that has been performing just as good as these other ones that people fuck with? Like, why leave that one out? That part is just like makes it even crazier. But anyways, I digress. We're going to move on because it is what it is. But I did want to go over Super Freaky Girl accolades. This is a long list, so bear with me. But it just needs to be said. It, it just needs to be acknowledged. First one. First female rapper to debut as solo song at number one. A solo song at number one this century since Lauryn Hill in 1998. 
first female rapper to debut number one twice. 62nd song to debut number one in Billboard history. Highest debut units for a female rap song this year, 217K units. Had the highest debut week on Spotify with 18.5 million streams first week. It now holds the record for longest run at number two on U.S. Spotify, currently 10 days and counting. Had the biggest opening day in Spotify history for a solo female rap song with 1.5 million streams in the U.S. and 3 million streams worldwide. Went number one on iTunes in 54 countries. Stayed number one on U.S. iTunes for over one week, making it Nicki's longest running number one on the platform. First female rapper to debut two singles in the top 10 this year. Do We Have a Problem was number two. Highest peaking female rap song this year. No one has peaked that high this year. Like, she's literally been running this year. Joins Ariana Grande and Beyonce as the only female artist to get a solo number one without a music video. Highest peaking debut in the UK at 15. First female rapper to debut in the 200 of iTunes Japan after Anaconda. Earned the top single debut on Spotify over the weekend. Became the first female rapper to debut top five multiple times on the Australian music charts. It breaks her tie with Megan Thee Stallion is now the female rapper with the second most number one hits. Joins Lizzo and Beyonce as the only black female artist to get a solo number one this year. Earned the biggest U.S. United U.S. unit sales debut for a song by a lead female artist in 2022. I believe that was 89K. Fifth black female artist to debut a solo number one after Fantasia's I Believe and Lauren Hill's doo-wop That Thing, Whitney's Exhale, and Mariah's Fantasy. First solo female rap song to go number one on Australia's Aria Charts. Fastest solo female rap song to surpass 100 million streams in 35 days, surpassing Up, or the song Up, which was 45 days, and Need to Know, which was 56 days. The first solo female rap song to go top five on the UK official songs chart since Anaconda in 2014. Longest charting number one solo female rap song on New Zealand's music charts. So that is the list of the accolades and accomplishments for Super Freaky Girl in th- this year. Like that's that's major. Super Freaky Girl is really that girl, you know, and it don't really matter who else don't want to really give it its credit because it's just undeniable how well that song has performed this year. So who really cares? If you don't want to see it, if you don't want to acknowledge it, then whatever. Anywho, moving on to the next thing. What else did I want to talk about? I I mean, there's been so much that's been going on. I'm not going to talk about all the petty drama, but I will talk about this whole conversation around women in rap writing their own lyrics. Now, some people will say, well, it's always been like this. Um, there's always been ghostwriters. Rappers always use ghostwriters and la da 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 da. There's this clear, there's this obviously this clear divisiveness when it comes to 
if it's okay for a rapper to have a ghostwriter and if it's not okay. People like to bring up the fact that Beyonce has writers, not really taking into consideration that she is a singer, she's not a rapper, and the way rap has began, I guess, I mean, there was, there was always ghostwriters because what wasn't, I, we saw that Ice Cube, he was a ghostwriter. He was writing a lot of the music back in the day. So it's not anything new for a rapper to get their lyrics wrote for them. But there are certain people who respect MCs a lot more knowing that they write their own lyrics. That some people really hold that, you know, your lyricism, you being able to be considered a lyricist, people take pride in writing their own lyrics. Nicki Minaj has always been that, that person that who that has taken pride in writing for herself. She's always talked about that ever since she was sitting on the stoop in the in Southside Jamaica Queens making those videos that we see floating around. She's always spoke about how she has pushed her pen and ain't no niggas writing for her. So as you can imagine, it would be very upsetting if people try to take that away from you and say that you are someone who gets written for. And there's just a lot of like different things that the everyday person may not understand, how credits work, how producers get credits, how people, if the song samples a certain person, that person gets a credit, like the way that the credits are broken down, people don't always really understand. So I did want to talk about this producer on Twitter. His name is Lance Turner. So there's a video floating around of Nikki writing her lyrics to Chun-Li. So Nate Mirage, he posted the video and it says, since we're on the topic of writing raps, let's bring back Nicki Minaj effortlessly writing Chun-Li. So the, the person, Lance Turner, he quoted this tweet and said, I met Nicki Minaj in 2017 during a studio session with Big Juice, London, and Quavo. We all witnessed her write No Flag and Motorsport, both lethal verses. It was insane to me. It's crazy how people downplay her when it comes to writing. So someone asked a question and Lance Turner replied and said, Yes, sir. She wrote No Flag within a 15-minute time frame, but Motorsport took her like an hour. She kept writing different verses. I vividly remember us joking about her wearing a pink raincoat with the hood on in the studio session. LOL. So I thought this was pretty, pretty cool for him to express to everyone and talk about that moment, witnessing that, because both of those verses, like he said, are lethal. And I really enjoy rapping both of them, actually. I really love No Flag. I love how she's spitting on there and motorsport. I mean, come on. How can you not love? Like, I love the way she starts that verse. Watch your man. Then you should watch your mouth. <laughs> like, she's always talking big shit. 
And I love that about her. So no flags, 15 minutes. Little bitch, I heard these labels trying to make another me. Everything you doing, little hoe, is cause of me. I heard I'm stopping bags worth the shaggy. It wasn't me. These bitches is my sons, but they daddy ain't busting me. <laughs> like, she that must have been like real fresh on her mind, that situation, whatever was going on at that time. She was just like, little bitch, these labels trying to make another me. Everything you doing, little hoe, is cause of me. I heard I'm stopping bags were to shaggy. It wasn't me. These bitches is my sons, but they daddy ain't busting me. <laughs> I'm a white picket fence, bitch. You were on a bench, bitch. I ain't fucking with you, sis. We ain't with the incest. Yes, I am the queen, still trying to find a princess. They know my name ring bells, so they still press. Must have used a lot of stars because they still press. Bitches just stay neat, though. I call my car Rico because it's paid in full, baby. My car don't get repoed. Like, come on. That verse is crazy. And for her to have wrote that and written that in, in 15 minutes, okay. Like, you can't, you cannot take away from this woman's skills. Like, you just... You just can't do that. She's proven time and time again that she pushes her pen, that she does it. She's proud, takes pride in that. And it means a lot to her from the start of her career. It's always meant a lot for her to be able to use her own mind, write her own lyrics. And at this point, trying to take that away from her is just like, it's old. Like, y'all been trying to take that away from her for years. Y'all try to say that Safari was writing for her. And that after they broke up, oh, thing, like, oh, she gonna need her writer still. It's just like, like, quit it. Like, y'all gotta stop. So the reason why this whole conversation even, I mean, this has always been a conversation, but this conversation was going on on the internet recently because Lotto had 130 songs leaked. This isn't the first time either. Like, this happened recently, maybe like a month ago or something. She had a lot of songs leaked. And so in this batch of leaked songs, we heard Lotto's version of Blick Blick. So Blick Blick is the song that Nicki featured on with Coyle Ray this year, which is a song that I really love. And I think Coyle Ray did it a much better job than Lotto. Like Lotto's version, I don't, uh, I don't know. I just don't really fuck with Lotto, and I don't fuck with like her rap voice and how she raps. I just don't. I've never really fucked with it. So I think Coleray definitely was the the one that delivered those lyrics well. But it just was like okay, it just really sh proved that they they actually do work with the same writers. Like, but who would have thought it would but it would have been that close? Like. So you mean to tell me that you Lotto dropped Blick Blick and Coyle Ray did it too? And what so what happened? That got sent, those both got sent to Nikki. Like that's just this is a crazy situation to be in. Cause it's like, imagine you're Nicki Minaj and Coleray 
sends you the song. Hey, Nikki, I want to, you know, see if you get on this. And Lotto sends you the same one. It's just like, imagine being in that predicament. But, but yeah, so obviously people were just talking about them having riders and how this is confirmed. And then they were talking a lot about Quella Ray because there's an actual live that Koi and Nikki did where Nikki was asking her about her writing process and how she creates the hooks and everything. And in that video, Koi did say that she wrote the hook. She did say she did the hook first and that kind of implied that she wrote it, but I'm just like, mm, I don't know. I'm at this point, I'm not even because people are so like on either side of it, I don't even argue the whole Ghost Rider thing because I know that it's been in the history of hip hop for a very long time. It's not anything new for people to have Ghost Riders. And because I know that, I'm just like, okay, whatever. But also, y'all have to respect people's opinions and how people feel. Like if a person doesn't want to fuck with a particular quote-unquote rapper because they don't actually write then that's up to them you know you we can't just like try to make everyone like everything like we can't try to tell people how to feel and I that's a lot that happens a lot on Twitter people trying to be upset with other people or argue with other people about their opinions and the fact is, people don't really, a lot of people don't really care if these girls are writing their music. Like, they don't care. Like, we know Cardi B doesn't write her music. We know a Lotto doesn't because all of these leaks and the reference tracks. Um, But at the same time, I don't think it's fair to say that there, since there's reference tracks, that means that the person doesn't write at all. Because we've seen that, you know, certain people have reference tracks like Drake. There was a reference track from some of the songs on If You're Reading This, It's Too Late. But that doesn't mean that we take away. That doesn't mean we take away Drake's lyricist credit because he had a reference track. I mean, I still wholeheartedly believe that Drake writes, that he's the art a true artist and so I, I think a lot of people just really want that to that essence of a true artist like going in the studio and like really making the song not just repeating lyrics some people really want that to stay around but it just seems like the more the more of these female artists that come out it just seems like they all have a ghostwriter it's just like it's a package deal now it's just like get the ghostwriter get a BBL or not, because you could be slim, whatever. But typically, we see them with their BBL. So get their ghostwriter, get the BBL, get your teeth done, and you're good to go. Go recite that verse, and we're going to put it out and see how the people feel about it. It just seems like that's what what's going on, what's been made popular. So it's kind of like you just have to get used to just ex not necessarily accept it but just understand that everything is 
always evolving. So what's popular now may not be popular next year. People might fuck with the girls that have ghostwriters and 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 accept that, but then maybe down the line a new generation of people be like, "No, we don't we don't fuck with this. Like you're not a real rapper." But at the end of the day, people are going to have their opinions about it and feel how they feel. And if someone doesn't want to respect a certain person as a rapper because they know that they do not write, then that's their opinion. That's up to them. So I wish we would stop trying to argue that and just feel how you feel. Like whatever your opinion is, how you feel about what which artist you want to respect as a rapper and who you don't, leave that up to you. Don't try to push how you feel onto on the next person. So yeah, I said all that to say, don't play with Nikki's pen. Like, do not. Just because y'all like these other girls who don't rap, I mean, who don't write, don't try to take Nikki's pen game from her. Like, let's not do that. Let's not. Because it's, it's at this point, it's just like, you just, y'all just are trying to say anything like they try to say like Nikki notoriously is known for when she collabs with people she uses that same flow other artists do it too I think it makes the collaboration even better because it's like y'all actually it makes the song just flow in a different way you know like when two people are on the rap and they're just like doing their own thing, it still could sound good. But then when like you see, you hear like this that featured rapper adopt that rapper's flow, they just added their own lyrics. I think that that it comes out, it can come out beautifully. Like I, for example, what song is that? Um, Boz and J. Cole, they do it in that song. They're using the same flow throughout their verses, but they're, you know, they add their own little words into it to make it their own, which I really love. It's the, I think I made it. I can't think of the name right now, but that's the collaboration. So Nikki is known for doing that. And she did that in Blick, on Blake Blick. And so they was trying to say, because she did that, oh, she, there's some reference tracks or something. It's just like, y'all don't be knowing what y'all be talking about. Y'all be so focused on like trying to get one up on Nikki and the barbs that y'all just be saying shit that makes no sense whatsoever. But anywho, Nikki writes, like y'all can stop with the the debate about it and trying to say that y'all have evidence that she does, that she doesn't have or that she does have ghostwriters. Like what evidence is there? Put it like put it out already. Cause y'all been talking about this evidence when it's just like it's not really it's not really sticking. Like what evidence do y'all have that she doesn't write her own music? There's been people that she has worked with who have literally said they seen her in the studio. They were there for that that moment. There's a clip of Rick Rick Ross talking about the moment that Nikki wrote "Monster," which is one of her one of pe- her, probably her most popular verse for the general public, I guess. There's that clip of him Rick Ross saying that he was there when and saw her write that verse and work on it. There's I don't even know like there's plenty of videos with 
other rappers saying that they were there and they witnessed it. They witnessed her writing. You can't say that for a lot of these other women that that rap. You just can't say it. And the reason we can't is because they don't fucking rap. But it's okay. Like, you go ahead and get your lyrics written for you by a man, which is crazy. But whatever. I guess, you know, it's cool. Neo, Roe, Irreplaceable. So, whatever. But, yeah, y'all go ahead and keep doing that. But... You know, us over here, we respect and love the queen who writes her own lyrics, okay? So, that's that on that. I'm honestly, like, really... I like when Nikki interacts with us. I really do. Uh, I love when she, she interacts with us online, when she goes live. I do. But I also like when she is silent and the reason why is it works i think it works for any major artist who has like a fan base if you if an artist has a fan base or not even it doesn't even have to be just their fan base it, it can be applied to the general public as well but when an artist who you know i guess is major they when they are, you know, be quiet or go on a hiatus, that anticipation of them coming back and saying something or posting a picture, it really does help with engagement because it happened the last time when Nikki, she came out with that picture. She had, what was the announcement? I think the announcement was, was a whole lot of money. I think it was a whole lot of money. Yeah, because she had, yeah, yep, that's what it was. So she was quiet for a while, didn't post, didn't drop anything. And then she came back with this picture. It's a picture. I think she's in her beauty room. She had the, the pink everything around her. And she had that pink, I think it was a, was it a bear or a pillow? One of the two. And she had on the pink Crocs. The likes for that post are like, crazy like that and then the croc sales went up like it was just a crazy like comeback from a from a hiatus so I think doing that is beneficial for an artist who obviously is major has a lot of fans has the love from the general public um I'm not gonna say like majorly because that it's not even that's not even needed you don't have to have all of the, the whole, everyone in the general public on your side in order to trend or to, because whatever, whether you, people are talking about you good or bad, that's going to help you trend. But point is, anytime an artist like Nicki Minaj takes a break off of social media and they come back and drop like, a picture with an announcement, something coming, something is going to be released soon. It, it gets a lot of engagement. And so I think that is, it's a good idea that she's, uh, she's been silent because there's just been a lot of, a lot going on this year. Like she's not, I mean, I heard someone say she, that she was like oversaturating herself this year, which I don't agree because, 
it's not like she's been dropping back to back. Like there has been a little time between releases, um, but she's just been, I think, trying things out as far as like her releases. She's released, you know, pretty much a song for for each genre, showing her versatility this whole year. So I think that it's been a in, in my eyes, I think it's been a very successful year for her. And so I think that her taking this little break and not really interacting on social media, not really letting the people know what's going on, I think it's going to definitely be be beneficial for her whenever she decides to get back active and maybe make an announcement. I mean, I would love for that announcement to be the documentary or for that or for it to be the album. So, I mean, we'll see. She keeps surprising us. We, I mean, we never really know, like, what's going to come next. Like, I didn't expect for her to be, to drop this World Cup song, but she's on this World Cup song, which is major, and people really like it. So, that was a surprise to me. So, I'm not going to even sit here and try to expect what this lady is going to do next, because... I don't know, but as I always say, I'm very excited about what else she's she has coming, what else she has planned. Her birthday is going to be coming up soon. So we'll see if she gives us a little selfie or a little photo shoot for her birthday. We'll see. Cause she did it last year. Yeah, she did it. She did do one last year which was was really, really cute. And I think got a lot of engagement around that time as well. So, I mean, Nicki Minaj is a superstar. So she's always going to get engagement. She's going to always trend. But it seems like when she's not, she trends regardless if she's active or not. But I think when she's not active, it definitely amplifies like people's anticipation and uh need for her to be on the internet i think that's just the way of the game when when someone who does who does interact on the internet stops and goes silent people anticipate for that person to post people anticipate what that person is doing are they busy are they you know what do they have up their sleeve so i think it helps I think it definitely amplifies everything. So I am going to be the barb that waits patiently for her return happily. And yeah, so um, let me see. So Super Freaky Girls trending currently on my For You page. Let's see. Let's just go through some tweets and just see what's the talk about right now. Hip hop daily, actually hip hop all day. They made a post that says most streamed hip hop songs this week. Super Freaky Girl is on that list. It's a lot of, a lot of Drake and Twenty One Savage on that list. We have Just Wanna Rock with Little Uzi Vert down in Atlanta. I think that's Pharrell and is it Travis Scott? So, Super Freaky Girl is the only female 
rap song on this list. So it's been one of the most consistent hip hop songs that's been streamed this year. So it's still doing what it needs to do. It's on the Billboard charts at 11. So even with all these releases, it's it has survived the Taylor Swift release. It survived the Drake release. Taylor Swift had the whole top 10 to herself. Drake had the whole top 10 minus one song to himself. And Nicki hasn't left the top 30. Because at one point it did go to 21, but then it went back down. So currently it's at 11. And it's doing doing very well. The radio, radio play is up there, which is definitely helping it be a stable hit. So it's doing great. It's doing exactly what it needs to do. So Super Freaky Girl is officially the top third song on pop radio. So the song is predicted to surpass Super Bass and Starships and become her highest peaking song on the format or are on the platform in a few days. So congratulations to Nikki for that. Like she's still breaking her own records and setting new ones 15 years into the game. Like that's something to be very proud of. Someone said, can we talk about how big of a deal it is that Super Freaky Girl could be Nicki Minaj's most successful solo song to date? After being 12 plus years into her career. Like that's an insane accomplishment. It really is though. Because I think what's really. What people should really appreciate about Nikki is her longevity. That's what you as an artist. If this is something that you really love and are passionate about. You should want that longevity. But you see I think. There's a lot of artists who don't really think about longevity. They just think about getting paid. And it's like, of course, all of us want to provide for ourselves and for our family. But there are artists like Nikki who are passionate about making music and their craft. And so being someone who has garnered that um, longevity in their career that's something to be very, very proud of. Let's see what else is going on. Yeah, Super Freaky Girl is definitely a fighter. It's been on the charts since its release, and that's really crazy. I think the most important thing, though, about all of this when it comes to who you want to support and who you don't want to support, just go with who you genuinely like like whoever you like to listen to whoever you gravitate more to support that like I've always said that like I don't I give way more attention to the people that I like than to the people I dislike like I'm not giving all this attention and energy to music that I don't like that just makes no sense so that's how I like to look at it you know people choose to give a lot of energy to celebrities or artists that they really don't like and sit there and complain about them all day, which I think is like kind of weird. You gotta, you need to get out more and get a life, I guess. But yeah, I think that's all that I wanted to go over this episode. Until next time, y'all, vibe out.